Hey, welcome to episode 8 of Chapcast. I'm Ashley Park, and I speak to my bands, artists, gig promoters, venue owners, label owners, to try and help you guys keep up to date with what's going on with music in Scotland, and hopefully help you find some music that you like. Uh, later on today, I've got Gav, aka Casper uh, Jesus, in to speak about what he's doing musically, and also in to speak about his label, Ice Cream for Crow Records. But first, to start the start this episode i'm going to play a song called bastard of hades by aberdeen's hell ripper and this is from their first album called coagulating darkness I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Hi there, my name is Gavin. I'm, uh, I run Ice Cream for Crow uh, tapes, and uh, I also go by the name Casper Jesus. You're listening to Chapcast. Today with me, I've got Ashley Park. <laughs> <laughs> the strong intro. Yeah, the very strong. strong. Intro. Very, very fucking confident. Oh, sorry, can I swear in this? I'm, yeah, you can. It's I'm fine. doing that thing you told me not to do where I lean into the mic. I'm so unprofessional. No, it's fine. Let's just... scrap it. Let's go back to the No, no, this is a you good start. Me. No, no, this no. This is terrible. This no, is awful. No, it's this a good start. This will never sell. No, that's a good, that's a solid start. Are you sure? Yep, let's just right. keep going. Let's just, just cut keep this going. bit out when I'm insecure about it. And then All right, people okay. think, oh yeah, solid start. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, actually, so yeah, first thing I need to ask here is, um, 
Ice Cream for Crow Records. What is what is this? What is, okay. What so, what name is that? Where, right. where did you get that name from? All right. So clearly you're 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 not very well versed, or you're just doing this because it sounds good. <laughs> but Ice Cream for Crow was uh, the last album that Captain Beefheart made. It was also the first uh, song he ever did to have a music video. Um, there was a turning point in my life when I was fifteen, and uh, MTV Two used to be like the 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 thing. And that would play like current uh, metal, rock, alternative, industrial videos. Anyway, fucking. You saw Ice Cream for a Crow. Yeah, Ice Cream for a Crow mm. was on MTV Two, but that was like later on. Uh, that's when I was a bit more like, oh, I only listen to this and that. And then uh, Captain Beefheart came on MTV Two. I think it was Sonic Youth or somebody was doing an MTV Two playlist because they used to do that. They'd have like a, like, oh, yeah, a, yeah, a famous band would come yeah, on yeah, and like yeah. choose a bunch of videos. But for me, um, because the only things I was listening to was like 80s kind of golf stuff, industrial metal, and I was just starting to get into black and death metal. But what I came from was, was new metal. As a teenager, I came into my own with new metal from mm. that. I think a lot of us did. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, definitely in our age group. Yeah, I think I mean, that's yeah. Like, I mean, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, exactly. Was, um, that was that was the majority of my, my, my early teens was listening to... To new metal and then to get into heavy rock, to classic rock, to industrial, to to black metal and things like that. But when I heard Captain Beefheart, it it flipped everything up and I was just like, wow, okay, so music can be like anything. Because like, the song Ice Cream for Crow is this bizarre kind of like country music on speed, basically. And I was just like, oh, what's this? So the people that you released, it, are they aware of that? Are they Captain Beefheart fans? Do they know that? Do there they... is one guy on the label so far uh, by the name of SR Woodward. And I met him on a website called SoundClick. And this is before YouTube and SoundCloud. I met this guy because he made weird music under the pseudonym uh, Spooky Polka. And he loved Beefheart. And we became friends. And this was back in 2005 or something. But uh, one day I had a comment on a YouTube video. And I recognized the last name, and I'm like, oh, holy crap. I mean, like, are you blah, blah, blah. And then we got speaking, and then I realized he's still making music. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm making music as well, but, like, I'm yeah. doing it on my own. And because of that, I ended up putting out a compilation of his demos. And uh, So Ice Cream for a Crow is uh, tapes only. What's uh, So far. What's, what's the dealio? <clears throat> So far, so yeah. have you got plans? I do have plans. That um, hopefully, when I can get financial situations to a better sort of environment, <laughs> um, the next release will unfortunately be the third release of Casper Jesus, but it will be on vinyl, which will be the first vinyl release. I went with tapes because I wasn't very confident in my first release, which was my first album. Uh, somebody suggested the idea of making a tape release. And I was like, oh, wow, I never even thought of that. Because for me, tapes died a long time ago. But I loved tapes growing up because I used to make uh, a mixtape for the car. My grandma would take me to school every day and I would make a compilation that consisted of bands like My Dying Bride, Immortal, Cannibal Corpse. Throw in some King Diamond and, and maybe a random Cure song here or there or a Duran Duran song. And but your grandma loved that. Well, my, my, my grandma would say, you know, I really like the music, but why do these singers have to scream like that? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Meanwhile, I'm singing along word for word to Fucked by a Knife by Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> and uh, 
Um, if I could make every release on the, the label vinyl, I would, but based on sales from what I've released so far, it's just, it's not something I can afford to... It's not feasible. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's ridiculous. Because the stuff I put out is, is kind of not particularly commercial or, or you know, has a big following already. It's mostly unknown people like myself. And that's what I like about it. And that's why it's named after Beefheart, because it's just kind of outsider strange kind of music okay so. fair enough well i think we're gonna play um a song by we were talking about this earlier how we pronounced it differently yeah so i mean I, I put this guy's tape out well the split tape out and i always used to think it was called stay knife yeah but you pointed out that it's I think steak it's steak knife. knife. And you know what? I think you're right. And um, if he hears this, I'm so sorry that for the whole time I've known you online <laughs> and released something by you, I've been mispronouncing your name. Well, I think, well if you want to look it up, it's, you, to spell it. <laughs> yeah, to spell it. S-T-A-Y-K-N-Y-F-E. So I think if it's a little double use K, steak knife makes sense. But you might be right. It might be steak knife. I hope I'm right. I'm sure you are. I hope I am. Um, what we're assuming is pronounced Ayahaga by Steak Knife, possibly Stay Knife. I don't know. Anyway, so here with uh, Gav, aka Casper Jesus, the founder and owner of Ice Cream for Crow Records. So, um, how uh, how did you get started? How did how did Ice Cream for Crow get started? Uh, so long story short. 
Oh, fuck, no, actually. Um, short story long. Okay. So I hadn't made music in 10 years. Out of the blue, um, my friend Stuart, who you know, okay. he, he said, oh, like I've got this art space, we should go down there and make some music. So we did. And that kind of reignited something that hadn't existed in my life for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I eventually got round to buying a new guitar and I got a new amplifier and... Stu said that this place was going to become a music place, not an art place. And he said, if you want, you can have a room. And I thought, you know, if I had a room where I could set up all my equipment, maybe I would make more of an effort to make music. Because Mm -hmm. at home, there's not much space. Everything's packed away into cupboards. It takes about half an hour to get everything set up. By that point, you've kind of lost that drive you have. Mm -hmm. So I says, okay, I'll do it. And in that kind of moment of I'm going to have a space to record, I thought, well, I need to get something to record with because I couldn't take my desktop PC down to the studio or then back home every night. So I took out a credit card. I bought a MacBook. And from that, so far, I've released two albums and I've got about two albums worth of material that's unreleased. Okay. Uh, what made you want to put out other people's stuff? Well, the reason I started the label is because the stuff that I make, I know for a goddamn fact no other label would ever (laughs) release unless the person releasing it was someone who was out of their mind. Having said that, I have been featured on three compilations so far, two two of which are through uh, post-pop records, and one of them is Z-Tapes. And they're both quite big tape labels. But it's purely through the subreddit uh, cassette culture that I managed to get these things to happen. But post pop is a guy called Jed who's in London or he's somewhere in England, I think. Anyway, he's put out pretty big releases from uh, uh, Islands, who was one of the guys that was in the Unicorns, okay. and uh, he also put out, I think, a tape by Ash as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's a really nice guy. He he actually put wait my... was that the Ash tape that had a. Uh, Commodore 64 game on the B side. No, that wasn't Ash. Uh, that was Gunship. Oh, I thought that was so Ash. So Gunship released, a, I, I don't know if it was an EP or a single or an album, but one side was all music and on the other side was a completely brand new game made for the Commodore. And that is a, a quite a rare limited release. So like copies of that go for quite a lot of money now. But oh, that's so cool. It's that's such a, really, a cool idea though. A really, really cool idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something that I'm kicking myself in the balls to this day that I didn't think of. Because if I knew someone who could program old games, that would have been the first thing I would have done. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a Casper Jesus game would look like, but I'm pretty sure it would be a pixelated dick. <laughs> and it would just be like shooting at something. <laughs> so I don't know where you go from that. Shooting at cassettes. Shooting at cassettes, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the safe. That's the that's the safe for work version. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so we're gonna play Fig. Um, this is the guy on the same release as Stay Knife or Steak Knife, which is a split release, and um, I think this song's called Walk. It is, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for stepping in. Uh, <laughs> I looked at my notes. <laughs> yeah. So this is a uh, Walk by Fig.
tell you it's all grow up, get a job, get married, get a house, have a kid and that's it. And the truth is the world is so much stranger than that. It's so much darker and so much madder. And so much better. Yeah, so that was uh, Walk by Fig, Fig Dot, like abbreviation of abbreviation of figure. Yeah, all lowercase. Like it's in in an appendices. But... I don't know what that means. What's it called? The blurb. I know the blurb. That's when you like pick up the book and then on the back it gives you like a... Jane was scared the first time she uh, went to a party. But (laughs) but someone offered her the devil's uh, biscuit and she got high on marijuana. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy this book. <laughs> it speaks to me. <laughs> okay. Not that I don't yeah. smoke marijuana. Just to clarify, I don't want you to fucking start a smear campaign against Casper Jesus. Never once touched drugs. Although he writes songs about it, it's purely from uh, a research point of view, not someone who has participated in such things. That's a good segue yeah. to the next. Yeah, question. we believe you. We believe you. Yeah. Well, like, don't tell the people you can see my notes. But that's the fun of this. It's real. It's just two guys, you know, having a wee chat about music. And okay, well, yeah. My next question is: so, uh, besides the label thing, am I am I deconstructing what's supposed to be a formula here? We can no. go. You can edit this. We can just, you know. No, it's fine. So it's fine. Was, I just say it's real. It's real. It's real. No, no, no. It's real. It's real. So, um, yeah. So, besides the label, the reason you started the label. Was mm-hmm. to release your own stuff under the name Casper Jesus. Yes. So where did where did Casper Jesus come Casper from? Casper Jesus the name came about come because me and my ex girlfriend finished, and I had to make a fake account so I could stalk her online. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Then. No, no, I don't know. No. So like, basically, um. I made a fake name because I just I didn't I didn't want anyone who I knew from back then to know who I was, and the name itself, Casper Jesus. I think, I think if you look at it from a psychological point of view, I I think the the Casper part comes from the fact that I'm, I'm somewhat seen, on the outside as as something strange, <laughs> and a friendly um, ghost. Well, yeah, I, I'm seen as something strange, and people are frightened by it at first, but they. If they get to know me long enough, they find out that I'm gen- genuinely a nice guy. I'm, I don't know. The more I get to know you, the more terrified I am. Well, I mean, there you go. <laughs> right? Okay. So, but no, but but I, it was like one of these like really lame ass things. I was like, I felt like I was a ghost, and 
I'm friendly, but people instantly see the ghost part and they don't get to know you long enough to okay, find out that you're friendly. No more about Jesus. The Jesus is I have a God complex and sometimes <laughs> I, I wake up in the morning and I think I am God and everything in, that's going on around me is just something that I've created in my head. All right, Fred. Gen- yeah, I, I thought genuine you were just, uh... drug-induced mindsets that I've never taken and never <laughs> had. <laughs> Disclaimer. See, whenever I hear Casper Hazius, I just think of that scene in... Um... Kids, the movie. No. Oh. oh, don't talk about that movie. That's horrible. Oh, don't, but th- there was a kid called Casper in that movie. Uh, no, when I hear Casper Hazius, I think about that scene in uh, Die Hard 3 when they're in the taxi. And uh, he's like, why do you keep calling me Jesus? He's like, that guy back there said Jesus. He said, he never said Jesus. He said, hey, Zeus. My name is Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck no. I never made that connection. <laughs> Damn. That's so cute. Uh, next time I get asked that question, that's what I'm going to say. Do you remember yeah. Die Hard 3? Remember that one where it was like, <laughs> I once knew a man from St. Ives who had seven <laughs> Anyway, he's Vigo. Big uh, Ghostbusters 2 fan. Yeah, I think... Um, I didn't realize it growing up. I always used to think Ghostbusters 2 was just as good as the first movie. And then um, it wasn't until Ghostbusters 3 was announced that I started noticing people sort of trash talk. If you you will. Ghostbusters 2016. Yes. Um, the reboot, which is not known as Ghostbusters 3 because technically Ghostbusters 3 would be the video game. But Ghostbusters 2016, with the all-female cast for the main uh, leads, uh, when that came out, people were like saying, you're giving this film so much hate, blah, 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 and all this. Like, Ghostbusters 2 was a terrible film, and I never used to think of Ghostbusters 2 as a terrible film. Now, as much as people want to rip that movie apart, I looked at the things that they ripped apart, and I said, well, there's comedy there. The fact that the entire story is based on a painting that wants to be a lady's baby. From that line alone, I, I said to my mate, we were in the studio, we were working on some tracks that we were doing, and I said, this painting wants to be your baby. And then he started laughing and I started cracking up and I'm like, it's Vigo, like, like you know, like Vigo wants to be your baby. Like, that's a funny idea for a song.
Ghostbusters, ghost, busters, hee-haw, man. Ghost, busters, ghost, busters, hee-haw, man. Hee-haw, man. Ghost, busters, He is Vigo by Casper Jesus, released on Ice Cream for Crow tapes. But thank you very much, Gav, for coming in and speaking to me. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Yeah, and um, hope. Well, I can't wait to hear what um, Ice Cream for Crow come out with next. Once you've managed to come out of the the deep pool of debt <laughs> to put out something new. Once, once the credit card debt starts to lower. <laughs> the discography will grow her <laughs> <laughs> alright well thanks for coming in and thanks for chatting to us cheers man it's been good and that is it for episode 8 of Chapcast uh, thanks for listening and thanks again to Gav for coming in and chatting to me um, I've finally got a website now here's the shameless plug time uh, so it's got a uh, chapcast.com and if you go on there you can check out some other episodes um, eventually there's going to be some articles on there and some videos and just a bunch of bonus content so it'd be good to check there regularly and I'll try and update it when I can and create more content but uh, I also want to say that uh, recently I've been speaking to the guys from Net Sounds. it's a podcast based up in Inverness that also do things about music in Scotland um, those guys are doing a really good job and I really enjoy that podcast I don't know why I haven't heard about it until recently but if you get a chance you should definitely check out Net Sounds. but until then until next time I'm going to leave you in the more than capable hands of Dark Habits and Dark Habits are a band from Glasgow who recently released an EP album. I'm not sure about the entire length of it, actually. But um, a release, anyway, called Cave Paintings. And the song I'm going to play is the song Wishful Thinking. Uh, so this is by Dark Habits. And thanks for listening. I'll see you guys in episode 9. <laughs>